Guys, I don't like iOS 8. Why not? What's wrong with iOS 8? Well, all right, I, don't, I don't know if I don't like it. That might be a strong word. I'm very frustrated mm. by it. Um, it seems, you know, we talked about this a little bit last week with the QA problem thing, but seriously, like, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't work. <laughs> I feel like it's really janky overall. I was I was complaining this mm. morning on Twitter. This is what I do now that I don't have a job. I complain on Twitter. Sure. If only I could pay for that. Uh, you should get into Gamergate. Oh, yeah, I hear that's big money. Yeah, that's... <laughs> See, I like iOS 8. I like it a lot. I like it a lot, too. I don't, I don't know what your yeah, problem is. I think you're a jerk, Dan. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Which may or may not be related to your I want to like it, 8. and there are things about it that I like, but there are things that are just frustrating and don't work right. Like, simple simple things that should work. Like, I complained Go this on. morning about Twitter. Like, I'm trying to copy something out of mail and paste it into something in Safari. Just doesn't work. Just doesn't work. Just paste, like, old data or paste nothing. And I'm like, this This is pretty, like, I use this a lot. It should work. And we've had copy and paste now since, you know, what, I, OS 3 uh, shouldn't break now. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of little things that are broken, and it's annoying. And the honestly, the performance in some cases, like the performance on my, uh, on my uh, iPad mini is terrible. It's terrible. It's so slow. It's it just drags. Is it an iPad like Mini with business. Retina display, or is it the original iPad? Mini? It's a non-Retina it's, one. It's the original. Mm. So I haven't noticed any performance so. issues on my 5S or my iPad Mini uh, in terms of like crawling with Retina right, display. With Retina display, that's right. But I, I mean, yes, I, I definitely see it as having some bugginess here in iOS 8. But I wouldn't say it's any more bugginess than I noted in iOS 7 or even iOS 6. I don't know if I agree with that. And again, it's hard to test anecdotally. And yeah. um, we, we talked about this last week. Like, things always look greener on the old side of the fence. I don't know. <laughs> That's how the saying wow. goes. Because the old side of the fence is moldy. There's mildew. It's green. <laughs> it's the it's old. <laughs> it's the old side. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. But, like, I've just – I found myself getting frustrated by all these little things and, and just wondering – What's going on? Um, and you know, I like a lot of the new stuff. I've been playing around with that. And, you know, there's there's definitely some good features in there. But, uh, yeah, it seems kind of uh, janky in some places. And I, I that, to me, feels weird. And, it, again, I'm not going to go off the deep end and be like, Apple is doomed because iOS 8 is buggy. It's just like, no, I just don't. I just want Better to fix not. it because I use it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not da- I'm not downgrading. I'm not doing anything crazy like that. I'm just like waiting for that that point release that's like fixing some bugs. Do you use iOS for writing and sometimes this morning I was using sort of like I was using Pages for it. Content production, as they say in the content production business. I would use it more, except for the fact that on my iPad, which is the more content producing of my two devices, it's so yes. slow that it's virtually unusable really yeah i find a lot of like lag just like this morning for example i was trying to do uh doing my new york times crossword and i happened to use the i was like oh i've got my bluetooth keyboard here i'll turn that on and the integration with that which i will blame in part at least on the app developers because i feel like there there are definitely some issues particular to that app but like i would be typing and then every once in a while would just start like repeating letters that i had typed and like oh well so i mean the problems are obvious here don't do that Yeah, right. Don't do crossword puzzles. Don't use keyboards. 
I'm just taking my phone out of my pocket and like checking. It's clearly not for content production. (laughs) You got it. It's not, that's not supported is what you're saying. I'm actually mostly doing that too. Um, Just using apps for content consumption as opposed to production. Wait, 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 which I, and I used to use my iPad for writing a lot when I was commuting, but I just don't do that that much because I've got a, Got a MacBook Air, and I'm mostly I don't leave the oh, house. Look at this guy. So got a MacBook Air. Yeah, look at this guy. Doesn't leave the house. Look at this guy. He's a shut in. But so I, <laughs> I was me. using my for like I was using my MacBook Air for those things. Except then my MacBook Air, like the battery was giving me trouble, which I just fixed today because I opened it up and realized that the battery had somehow become disconnected, which will cause a lot of problems with your battery. Oh, as it turns it. out. So, but here's where I'm getting iOS eight love. I really, and it, some of it is really minor features, but it's just making my day better. I love being able to reply to notifications from the notifications themselves, from the banners or from the lock screen. I think that's a huge upgrade. And apps that don't support it already make me grumpy. Like the way that iPhone 6 people complain that their apps aren't iPhone 6 optimized. Uh, when I get Slack notifications and I can't reply to them from the notification, that bothers me because I'm so used wait, to replying to notifications. So Wait, I can, I can reply to a notification with a lock screen? Oh, yeah. Man, I know. Yeah. yeah, you just slide them to the side, and there you can reply to tweet bot notifications, texts, um, iMessages. You can wait. That doesn't open the app. No, you slide the other way. I don't. I. I did it's not. All know in this. line. I'm feeling. Okay. You can. You can mark what? emails as read. You can archive emails right from the lock screen. It's great. So I I'm, love that. I did not realize any of that. I. I see. I really like the idea of replying to <laughs> notifications, and I use it every once in a while. But my muscle memory, like, because I was so used to doing like the flick down and then flick right. up. Up right. to dismiss things like I haven't been able to retrain myself. So I, I got used to that during the iOS eight betas, I guess. But that's a feature I use all the time. And then the uh, look at the Wi-Fi calling on T-Mobile has been great. It, there's one big downside to the Wi-Fi calling on T-Mobile, and that is I can't use some of the cool phone related handoff features or continuity features. Um, I can't do I, I can't get calls through my Yosemite beta running Mac because you can either use Wi-Fi calling or you can have the ability to make calls through your Mac, but you cannot do both. Okay, I hate to derail us. Derail us. But my my screen just refreshed and breaking news, there's an uh-huh. Apple event next week. <laughs> ah. Oh. As we are as we are talking right now, uh the Verge so. reporting that there's a a, a, a event on October 16th on the Apple campus in Cupertino. Just none of us are going. I assume my email is on the way. Oh, there's here's yeah. my invite. I, the rebound got a big invite. Now, the event is called It's Been Way Too Long, which I assume they're talking about the iPhone 6 Plus. Hey, it's, it's way too long. <laughs> oh, that's what. No, I'm not going to go there. It's um, been way too long. I mean, it hasn't. We saw you like three weeks ago. I was just there. They're showing the uh, the old colorful apple on the uh, on the invitation. Maybe it's been way too long since they had a rainbow apple. So you're so you're on the you're looking at yeah. the verge. That's what I'm, I'm seeing. I'm bleeding six colors a, uh, right now from my eyes. <laughs> I have a disease. <laughs> that, is what I'm trying. To that's say. oh god. It's, <laughs> oh my god, help me. Oh, but it's the it's it's the outline one. Right. You know? Yeah. It's the outline one. Yeah. It's not the it's not it's, the old. So, okay. Wait. Too, all right. Let's let's yeah. talk though. Okay. It's been way too long since what? Um, because. <laughs> you know what it is? It's a Mac Mini event. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, it's yeah, like, really. Guy, or is it like a sarcastic iPhone event? Like the iPhone Seven is going to fix all your problems with the iPhone Six Plus. It's been way too long because it's been it's been more than two years, right? Yes. Well, a lot of the Macs. Um, when was the last? When was the last iMac update? Even it's been a while since oh, that. We shouldn't I feel update like. the iMac. Mm, it's only six months last old. Last year. 
It was last. I think it was last fall. Yeah. The, was it last IMAX. fall? Okay. And that was. was I think it was last. But the big yeah. one, the big uh, latest iMac revision was two years ago, I believe, because when they introduced the iMac the big Mini, one. they they made the thin, yeah. They, the, but they had a speed. It had a speed bump last. Sure. Year. Sure. Um, but I feel like you know the Macs are the ones that are the seem like if you were going to apply a way too long like tagline to it, I feel like Macs are the thing that you know they get much fewer updates now. I mean the iPads. I think we're expecting to see iPads, but they also, you know, they get revved every year. So it's not like it's not yeah. like it's been much longer than it ever has. If you unless you include that like one six month upgrade cycle that everybody a, was angry about. I think it's about. just a joke. I think it's just a tongue in cheek joke about that. The fact that they just had an event like three weeks I ago. See Apple almost never does that though. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> this is the new. This is the new Apple. Yeah. I, it's just they're going to invite us all there and then they're going to talk Steve about Jobs it. never would have made a joke they're like going to do a two-hour presentation where they just recap everything they did in september it's going to have the same presentation so, all over again. i mean i want to talk about some of the things that have been rumored for this event because some of it is totally not interesting to me a gold-colored ipad dan don't you want one of those yeah i've just been i've been <laughs> so i'm guessing none of us are gold uh gold fans here no gold phones among us. Somebody should somebody should be kicked off, and we should get a gold I, person. I mean, I considered getting the gold <laughs> to, to represent that demographic. I considered getting the gold iPhone 5s, and I went with uh, what do you have? White and white silver? silver at the last second. Yeah, I don't like the white iPhone, man. Um, and but I never even see the silver because it's in a Mophie full time. So the only silver you see is the around the Touch ID home button. You and your Mophie. Um, it's a good look. I mean, when when my wife and I both got fives, and I wish I'd gotten the white five because the black one dinged up so badly. Yeah, I could. I hear um, that. But uh, I don't know. I think now with the six, I don't, I don't think it's quite quite as nice as good. The, the, white the, one. the space gray, I think, is really nice. Yeah, I haven't dinged it up too bad. It's a little. I, I did chip the glass on my phone yesterday, which made me sad. <laughs> Very sad. <laughs> I keep, never, I'm hearing a lot of stories like that now. Well, I never a lot of people. A lot of people. Oh, I just banged on my iPhone. <laughs> I never. You know, I've never broken. Like, it's not bad. It's like right on the bottom edge to the like in the corner essentially because I dropped it and it hit like right on a wooden molding, and so there's like a little chip right like to the left of the headphone jack. Nothing. You know, nothing that's going to functionally. It's not on the touchscreen itself, so nothing that's going to functionally impair it, but just enough to make me like, oh, that's sad. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, just going to bug you for the rest of your life. Well, and then everybody keeps suggesting, like, oh, do you have Apple Care Plus? I'm like, I'm not paying $80. Even if I had paid the $99, am I going to pay $80 on top of that to replace this because I chipped it like a tiny little but bit of it? Isn't it in the first 30 days? Can't you go back and replace it in the first 30 days or something? I don't think they'll replace. let you replace it if you drop it. <laughs> I, I think they'll let you do it one time. I don't think we're a chip. Yeah. I think you, I'm not. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying I think you could. I think you could go in and be like, "This is too sensitive." <laughs> I'd have to summon some tears. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got laid off my job and I broke my iPhone. Do you know who I am? I am Dan Dan Morin, formerly of MacWorld. <laughs> Do you know who I used to be? <laughs> right. Right. Do you know who I was? I had a piece published. I'm a shell of myself. I had one piece published on six colors. <laughs> oh, wow. This is getting personal. <laughs> <laughs> I am from the rebound, okay? We're now going to dock Stan. <laughs> well, okay. So what else are they going to announce? Gold iPad. Well, okay. So I think a, a new iPad that probably has Touch Actually, ID seems like a gimmick, right? Let me right? interrupt you right there. Cause I... 
Wait, is there more breaking no, news? No, I'm, I'm, I just, I know this is not a new conceit here or a new insight, but I, I worry, my worry is too strong, but I, I'm not going to buy a new iPad just because they release a new iPad, even if it's great. You know, I've got a, a lot of iPads here, and it, I don't think it's even an every other year purchase at this point. I think it's probably in every two to three years. I'm up to my ass in iPads. Yeah, I'm drowning in iPads. <laughs> we tiled a bathroom in iPads. Oh, I, I'm going to be the counter, the counter argument to that because I have two iPads, but I have an iPad 2 and an, and the original iPad mini, which is functionally oh, well, an yeah, iPad 2, yeah, and right. both of those are actually kind of terrible. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the, um, but those are two years old, But it doesn't old, seem right? like they would update the form factor of the Air. Right, right. It seems like they would milk that form factor again and and just add Touch ID. I think we'll see. It's, it's kind of similar to the phones now, right, where it's like... You get a couple right. of years out of a form factor, and then maybe they rev right. it a little bit. Although I have heard rumors that the new one is coming out is even thinner. Thinner, yeah, uh, yeah, because they have changed it every single time, pretty much, right? Yeah, the two and once they would no, actually the two, made three, it four bigger. are all the two, pretty three, similar, four are pretty much the same. It was the Air was a big change, and it was the original iPhone, the original iPad was kind of like the original iPhone in that it, it only lasted for a year, um, and it had they looked very similar in some ways. Actually, the original iPhone, the original iPad. Um, and then they moved on to that that iPad two form factor, which right. was pretty consistent. But it was thicker. But I mean, your your iPad two is really old, right? Like it's that's multiple years old. I mean, that's twenty eleven, right? Like that's that's the year it came out. That's very old. Right. So we're on the same page, Dan. We're saying the same thing. If you had the iPad four, you'd be like, right. well, I, don't know. I mean, if you wanted the Air, that's a new form factor. I can see it. Whatever. But I, I don't know. I've got the iPad Mini Retina. Yeah, see, if I had a Retina Mini, I think I would be fine. Yeah. But like the non-Retina yeah. Mini is kind of because it's not only is it so slow, but it's also that screen is just going back and forth between that and an iPhone six is like a hug. Oh, you're one of those. You're one of those guys. Well, yeah, but iOS seven and eight are clearly <laughs> designed for like Retina displays, and the, they don't look very good on non-Retina. Can't even displays. look at these. I, I prefer the visuals of <laughs> iOS six, and I don't mind telling anyone. Wow. Whoa. I mean, it does look ridiculous now, but it's it was easier. I picked up, I've got a 3GS sitting across the room from me. I picked it up the other day. I was like, yeah, this is a nice looking, it's a nice looking interface. And I picked up, I picked up, I've also got a 4. I got shit all over the place here. Um, and the pick, it picked up the iPhone 4, and man, that felt good in my hand. <laughs> Compared to this monstrosity I have now. <laughs> well, when you look. It's freak of nature. When you look at OS 10 to OS 9, or when you look at just OS 10 over its develop, over its, you know, evolution over the past decade, um, OS 10 is still very, very similar in Yosemite to its basic interface elements from, it's much more recognizably the same thing, I think, compared to iOS, where there's been so much visual change. And in OS 10, you can say, look, each each time they're making some design changes, some of them, you know, generate controversy, people are like, yeah. whatever, but they're, it's just getting more and more elegant and whatever the current state of modern is, where in iOS, yes, it's clearly very, like, I think they could have done that with iOS 6. They could have made a, a sexier visual version of iOS 6 that doesn't look as dated as iOS 6 and its predecessors do now without going as ridiculous as iOS 7 and 8. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's all I'm saying. That's yeah. all you're okay. Then shut up. That's all he said. <laughs> you're done. So are you gonna? So Dan, are you gonna go full boat? Or are you gonna go two? Are you gonna get two new iPads? Uh, I don't think I'm gonna go two and a mini, a day and iPad, and a night iPad. A day <laughs> iPad and a night iPad. Yeah, I'm gonna have multiples. I can kind of see gold for the day, space gray for the evening. Kind of see having two. I can kind of see having like a mini and a and a full size one. And what if they make a giant one? Uh-huh. Are you gonna get one of those too? What if they make a giant twelve? 
point seven. Is inch. there okay? Is there a demand 12. for that? Nine? Really old people. <laughs> um, supposedly they sit like I mean the thing that I keep seeing is like it, oh it'll be huge in the enterprise. Okay. Does that does that just really just making a product designed for the Enterprise really something? I assume they mean the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. It'll be huge. Uh, Kirk is gonna love this thing. They introduced the new L cars. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. Reference acknowledged. Uh, reference right over my head. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The guy who's seen one episode. Well, of we're all playing our parts here. I, what would you even? What would you use? It? I don't know. I guess if you know. The only way, I'm staking the claim here, the only way Apple releases a 12.7-inch iPad in my book is if they kowtow <laughs> to – not kowtow, I'm sure. If I'm they sorry. copy Microsoft and if they release a better, smarter, hipper uh, kind of covers, they can have the keyboard situation. If you can kind of – not that you would use it as yeah, a laptop, but if size. it can truly be uh, more than any other iPad I think to date is a – you know, store bought working machine. Cause I think if you're going to work from an iPad today, you've got to buy a keyboard accessory. You're going to buy apples and you're going to use the smart cover and you're going to do whatever. Like, I think they're going to have to have an accessory that you can buy that is even more self-contained for you're going to work from this machine. If it's a giant, iPad. but my argument for that is that the software needs such huge improvements in that direction. Cause if you used a Bluetooth keyboard with an iPad right now, it's incredibly hit or miss. Like typing works fine for the most part, but as soon as you start to do the kind of things that you're going to do as a power user, like switching between apps, using like keyboard things to navigate like on screen, it, it falls down immediately. Yeah, I think it's mostly just because you've got older hardware. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. No, I mean, no, I'm serious. I'm completely serious. I mean, because I because I, I don't I've used I do occasionally use my iPad Air with a Bluetooth keyboard and and I love the experience. I see. But here's my I think it has some things going for it, but I'm never going to be as fast at doing that as I am on a Mac. Never. Uh, I think, well, okay, but I mean, I'm sure that varies by person, but like Jason wrote that piece a year or two ago, probably two years ago, about how he actually finds he's more productive writing on the iPad because there are fewer distractions. I think it very much, yeah, well, so if you're writing, that's one thing, and if you don't need current distractions, but if you're doing things that are actually like, I could that's write. what I do, and that's all there is. Okay, <laughs> no, but it's, I'm speaking as a writer. I have I have different modes of writing. If I'm writing, you know, fiction or something that requires me to concentrate on it, that's one thing. If I'm writing something for work where I need to jump back and forth between multiple web pages and copy and yeah. paste stuff and see multiple things at the same time, I have a lot harder time doing that on an iPad, even with a keyboard. Like a keyboard makes it up to the point of usable, um, but beyond that, like. I just, I find that there are frustrations when it's like, oh yeah, now I have to like, you know, sort of reach up and start manipulating things on screen. Yeah. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm quite as, quite as, maybe not quite as productive doing that kind of work on an iPad, but I still think it's, it's fine. I mean, it's, and you know, given it's other benefits and portability and boot up time and I mean, uh, just. And non-distraction, I still think it's actually pretty good. See, I, then I then my question is a 13, 12, 13, whatever inch iPad. How yeah, different not, is that? I'm not be trying from to. An... I'm not trying to defend that. <laughs> right, but I'm saying like via just versus saying, an think, air. Like, yeah, no, I still. I mean, I don't see. I don't see the particular benefit in in terms of work. Um, the one thing that when we were at Macworld the last time, the. <laughs> In Macworld, the event. Sorry, every time every time John says, it, I'm just going to start weeping silently in the corner. We've all been in Macworld for the last time. You remember when we used to have fun together? Remember when we used to hang out? Those were good times. Um, 
after after we did one of our stupid things on <laughs> stage <laughs> where we cracked dumb jokes, um, some guy came up and asked and said to me, like, what do you think about like a really big iPad? And at the time I thought, get away from me, crazy person. But um, but then I thought about it later. And like a, I most I a lot of my use of the iPad currently is is watching things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even though I've got like two big TVs in the, in the living room and we've got Apple TVs and stuff like that. Occasionally I just like to sit someplace with the iPad, like lie down on the couch and have it on my lap. And having a larger one might actually be kind of cool. If they can get it to be super light, I can see that argument. I was even, I mean, obviously this is extreme and nobody would really want it, but you could imagine a TV sized iPad for some of the things that right. right? if you had a 42 inch iPad that you could use in place of a television and also as a television. Um, and you know, you just go right up there. You don't have to find the remote. You just tap on the app. You want and say, okay, I'm going to watch some HBO go now. Not terrible. Yeah. Not terrible. And I can see how like, you know, in, in certain countries where space is like, I used to live in Japan where space is at a premium in apartments and houses. And, and also just for like, People who live in apartments in general, having that instead of having a, like a giant screen television could be appealing. I mean, I live in an apartment. And I still want a giant screen television. <laughs> That's because you have like you've got like 12 Xboxes. Yeah. Yeah. All 12 of those. I play them all simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> they sit on my 4000 iPads. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think they I don't think it's insane for Apple to release a larger iPad, but. I would similarly not think it was insane if Apple's like, you know what? We're done with the 10-inch iPad, iPad mini, or GTFO, because the mini is so much better. Oh, God, I hope not. Because uh, comic books, comic books, I need the larger one for reading comic books. I know, you're old. That's what we're proving. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, okay, I want to go back to the Apple <laughs> event here now. Okay, we, we haven't been invited. We cannot go back to it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been way too long, guys. Uh, you should just show up. Just show up. Yeah, if it, if it didn't Just cost me an outrageous in. amount of money to fly out there, I would totally be one of those guys. <laughs> so when you go out there for an event, there's there are inevitably people who are like press that are not invited to the event, but hang out outside and then interview people as they come out, oh God, which yeah, I think yeah. is the best. It's like, yeah, we couldn't get there? a camera crew in there. What happened? And it's like, well, if you you know watch the live stream or read some live blogs, you probably know already. <laughs> um, it's and it's invariably um, international press. So I I've gotten <laughs> yeah. interviewed by guys from like Japan and Australia, and a bunch of different places. And it's like, wow, you made a long trip not to go to an event. Um, anyways, I was just reading on our uh, the blog of our friend Jason Snell that, there's an, that they're describing this as an executive presentation, which sounds... What? They're supposed to... Okay, he says, we're supposed to meet at the main entrance at One Infinite Loop, which is not where the you usually go if you're going to an Apple event. They usually go around no. to the town hall. And then before an executive presentation at 10 a.m., I'm thinking maybe shopping spree at the campus store. That'd be fun. (laughs) I have only been to that store one time. It's been a long time. Here's a bunch of crap. (laughs) Yeah, I I have no idea. It seems very very unusual. Um, But then again, that seems to be the name of the game recently with the way Apple's doing things. I think everything, you know, Tim Cook has come firmly into his own and we're seeing a very different Apple than we saw two or three years ago. Um, here we are, we're, we're like, what, three years after Steve Jobs' death, and so three years and a little bit since he stepped down as CEO. Yeah. Lots changed. It's been way too long. I'm going to keep saying that, because so, I got nowhere else to go. Uh, next week, next Tuesday, is that what it is? 
Thursday, I think, 16th. Thursday? <laughs> well, there's a <laughs> Monday's Thursday? a holiday. Monday's a holiday, so I think they're pushing it what back. What holiday? Oh, Columbus Day. Sure, okay. Yeah, so it's so it is Thursday. Huh. Good lord. Yeah. What is the this is what is the world coming to? Apple Apple events on Thursday. This is like just typically at an Apple event, or it used to be that they would do the boring part first. They come out and say, well, we've sold $875 billion worth of apps and we've paid developers this much and we ship this many iPhones and this many people have been in our stores and aren't we fucking fantastic. Now let's finally talk about the things you already want to know or if at all possible, let's first recap something we already told you about at our last thing just to be boring again. And now finally, let's get to the new things. Do they do the kind of boring recap part at front, up front? And if they do, do they make any acknowledgement of uh, bending iPhones or any other problems that have troubled their <laughs> no, iOS launch. I think not at all. I think not at all. I mean, looking at when I was at the iPhone event in September, like they skipped yeah. most of that. They actually just went right into things. Like it was, we were less than half an hour in and they were talking about the new iPhone. Um, and that was kind of like, uh, they apparently do have a lot of things to talk about today. Also, that was directly after the iCloud photo hack. Yeah, right. And that did not get a single acknowledgement even though they talked about cloud photos a little bit. Um, and so I don't think they're going to talk about bending phones at all. I don't think they, they no. acknowledging that gives it way more power than they need to. Right. So I really, I think the question is if there are new iPads that are super thin and they're like, and these are really thin and made of the same materials as our new iPhones, they might make a joke. They might make a joke about like, and look how hard they are to bend. That seems like a <laughs> Phil Schiller moment there. Yeah. Who's your favorite Apple presenter? I don't, I don't think there's a contest. Oh, John hit it. Who you got? Think- Federighi, right? Yeah, Federighi. I, 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 not only do I think Federighi is great, I think all others are terrible. <laughs> really? <laughs> I disagree. I think that Phil Schiller is like total amateur I disagree. on stage. Oh, I, man. I like Phil when he goes off script, I feel like. <laughs> Phil, Phil's going to email me. There's another, there's like a completely different expectation for apple presentations compared to have you watched a microsoft presentation (laughs) okay or any other any other technology company presentation i started watching a microsoft presentation one and then i blacked out and woke up yeah right and yeah in a dumpster in in trenton dressed as mr met phil schiller is terrible as an apple (laughs) presenter like I want to look at an Apple. I want to, you know, when you watched Steve Jobs or even when you watched, still, I still dis, I still disagree. I think he's like, I think he's like second. When best. you watch Federighi now, I look at them and I'm like, well, I couldn't do that good a job. When I look at Schiller, I'm like, well, I could do that way better. <laughs> that's, that's my analysis. <laughs> Ow. Wow, man. I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think you, I, I think that's, I think it's harder than it looks for one thing. Yeah, it's definitely harder than it looks. I also think, I mean, I think he's pretty good. And I mean, who else is, who else at Apple is better other than Federighi, who would better than Schiller? Uh, Big Bob Mansfield. <laughs> Big Bob Mansfield has never been oh, on stage. Damn. The videotaped nice. versions of yeah, Johnny Ive. Johnny Ive. Um, I, I will say, I there is one because Cook Cook's not that no, he's great. Not. He's gotten there's, better. He's gotten better. Yeah, he's and he's still better Eddie than anybody Q at Microsoft. Is pretty terrible. Eddie although Q's, he's also gotten better. Yeah, I mean, even Federighi, like, I remember the first time I saw him present, you know, the famous shaking hands and, like, you know, he was very nervous. But yeah. I've talked to him at a couple different events now, and he always seems very much more relaxed. So, right. either they're, like, he's grown you know, in. He's popping tranks. There's definitely some before they go on. I will say. <laughs> oh, now we're never getting invited. In to one Apple, context, <laughs> this is a make-or-break event for Apple, and I will explain what it is. Oh, dear God, if they, uh... if they do another 
If they don't no, make no, no, an no. iPad, they will break if an they iPad. If they do another sketch, <laughs> a scripted dialogue, a la Bono and Tim Cook, <laughs> I'm not watching any more Apple events. <laughs> I know. Uh, I just like. <laughs> yeah, I just waiting for like. We had such good reaction last time when YouTube was up here. We've brought them back. <laughs> We're here with Weird Al Yankovic and Kiss. If Bono is involved in any way, <laughs> sell all Apple shares. I gotta call my. I'm hoping <laughs> call my broker. I'm hoping they do a live on screen demo of the uh, of the U2 album removal tool. <laughs> Dan, Dan, you're a big Apple shareholder, right? <laughs> I will tell you one thing. I don't own any Apple stock, but I will say that my dad was interested in investing. And at some point, he, he had come across the uh, the Sapphire company, GT Advanced Technologies, the guy that Apple that like invested right. a ton of money in. And and I'm like, yeah, I think that's a good buy. Like, they're going to use Sapphire and all this stuff. You should definitely buy some shares. He totally bought some shares. And then this week, they, they went, went bankrupt. declared bankruptcy. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just waiting for an angry email. <laughs> there goes your inheritance, son. Well, they're not they're not out of business. They just declared bankruptcy. Well, so, I mean, you, you, you understand. Nowhere to go this, but up from this here. business nature, right, John? Explain to me how this is not a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a great thing, <laughs> or is it a bad thing? <laughs> but they're not. But they're not out of business. Well, so I'm fascinated because like the the rise and fall of like Sapphire displays has been this crazy news story over the past year or two, where everyone's like, "Yeah, Sapphire displays are coming," and then people are like, some people are like, "Yeah, but there's some like issues with this because it makes stuff heavier and it's not as good at like certain types of durability." Um, but everyone, and then you know, they're they're using it for the watch, but they're you know everybody who theorized that they would release phones with sapphire displays it didn't happen um and in fact one of the things i saw the other day was that right like a day or two before the apple event the ceo of that company like sold off a bunch of shares which they claimed was like just coincidence (laughs) um but you know i i wonder is the sapphire thing just going to end up being was that a pipe dream do we think it's ever going to happen when they get into those like material things i am not like materials things i have no idea i don't know I, I so that was, yeah, an, I mean, I that was that was an interesting topic. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. That was good. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> I mean, it certainly it certainly seems like the kind of thing that's you, you know we're carrying these things around. It. I mean, you have a you have a crack in your glass already. <laughs> you know, there's obviously there's obviously call for glass. You know, the screens that are more durable. So I don't know. I don't know why it wouldn't be. You know? I just it surprised me because Apple invested it, it, because, so much money into it, and all of a sudden it didn't pan out. You know, they they could just be poorly run for all, for all I know. I mean, certainly, you know, they could not be good business people. They could have a great technology and be lousy business people. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's my problem. All right, that's your problem <laughs> among many. Great all product, right, so lousy business skills. We discussed a new iPad. Um, we discussed a larger iPad. Uh, are there other things you guys are looking uh, to see uh, from an Apple? Well, event? De- yeah, I think Mini. I definitely hope there's a new Mini because that thing is starting to smell. Do we think yeah. Apple still cares about the Mac Mini? Yeah, why not? I think they're it's, they're it's, still pretty popular. I really like mine, and I've had. I think mine's a either a 2011 or 2012 model, uh, and it's like a media thing that I've hooked up to my TV. It works great. I, the only thing I don't like about it is that it's it doesn't have a flash drive in it, so it's incredibly slow whenever it's doing things. It has to hit the disk. Um, uh, it wouldn't stun me completely if it had a new form factor. 
it's been such a long time and yeah. they've done, you know, you look at the new Mac Pro and you look at all these other things. Um, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if it, if it was kind of new and improved more than just like now it has better internals. <laughs> and gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gold uh, I'm thinking they're going to go with Dalmatian. I wonder, well, I wonder maybe, maybe the, uh, maybe the Mac Pro will be the new, uh, the new look, the new color scheme. Oh, right. So like a, a smaller oh, oh, so Mac like Pro a, shape, a thing. circular Mac Mini, or just or just you know that color in the in the same square, you know that sort of. <laughs> I'm picturing look. I'm picturing Tim Cook coming out with like a coaster and like this oh, is the yeah, new Mac yeah, Mini, right. a little hockey puck like uh, with a flash drive. Well, in it. I wonder, you know, if you could get like yeah, like something like a little closer to like an Apple TV size, almost. I don't know. Yeah. What about a new Apple TV? Yeah, I think we were well. So I remember at the end of last week. Lex wanted to talk to us about our Apple that's TV. That's right. Love. We do have some follow up. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and and since there now that we are talking about the possibility of a new Apple TV, it seems like a good time to do it. I'm glad somebody remembered what we were supposed to talk about. <laughs> um 40 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> why do why do we have this podcast again? So, uh, and the nice thing is Nevin Mergan has indicated Nevin Mergan has indicated on Twitter that he agrees with wow, me. Wow. That's the so uh first Time for Thank that you. pronunciation. But so I, now I know I'm right. <laughs> um, Carry on. But so uh, the Roku is better than the Apple TV for the following reasons. Uh, the mm-hmm. interface is better, and it works faster, and it works with more services. Apple TV is catching up on the services, but too slowly. And um, it's it's easier for... Uh, typically, you think of Apple as like paragons of interface design. But if I set my father-in-law, who is the least tech-savvy adult I know... If I set him up in front of an Apple TV interface and a Roku interface, he understands one and not the other, and it's the Roku that he can figure out. The Roku, the Apple TV remote alone is idiotic. <laughs> um, and I get that there are other alternatives to using it, but I don't want to use my phone or my iPad to control my Apple TV. What makes it idiotic? I'm curious. Like in your, What makes the Roku remote superior? I guess uh, it's is my got, question. It doesn't have that many more buttons, but it's got a little bit more. 127 it's buttons. Got, no, it's, it doesn't have that many buttons. <laughs> but it's, It has a it's QWERTY more, keyboard. Like... <laughs> There is no obvious way. There is absolutely a way, but there is no obvious way to go back with an Apple TV remote to back up a level. And on the Roku, there is. Well, so what's interesting about that is I think that clearly the current Apple remote design was inspired by the iPod, and there was a certain yeah. time where that was like a valid like uh, vocabulary that everyone had. It was like, oh, yeah, menu goes up a level because that's how my iPod works. But I agree with you that now it doesn't really make as much sense because... We're all used to sort of a touchscreen device rather than our iPods with dedicated hardware buttons. I think the D-pad works fine. I think the play-pause button works fine. Right. I mean, there are certainly things in there that would seem like they might add more functionality, but it is always a balance with complexity and utility, right? Like, in terms of making things more useful by adding more buttons, but pretty soon you end up with, like, a remote with, like John said, 127 buttons on it, and that is annoying. And Roku's avoided that problem, too, right? So Roku's remote just has a... You know, it just has a very a clearly dedicated back button. And it's, you know, with Apple, you have to know, hold down this button for a long time, you'll go back to the home screen. The Roku remote has a home button. Then on the newer Rokus, you can get somewhere they have four dedicated buttons. Um, and I don't, I have one Roku with that remote and one or without. But, you know, the, it's like a dedicated Netflix button. And since 91% of the time when I would want to use either box, it's to use Netflix. I like that. And then the other 9% of the time, it's with a Roku release, it's for Amazon streaming. And so it's got a dedicated Amazon button. Yeah. Really easy to get home. Really easy to go back. Really easy. To, and I don't know. It's just, it's easier. It's The Roku is easier to use. The thing, obviously, that you miss out on is AirPlay. And if 
airplay TV streaming sucked a little bit less, maybe I'd be more jealous of the Apple TV's ability to do that. See, I have really good luck with airplay streaming. Yeah, I, I think it I use it varies. I, I have a bad luck with it, and, but it's mostly, I think, because where the Apple TV is located is about as far from the our router <laughs> as as it could physically be in the house without being in the basement. So I think it's just huh. it's a lousy connection that I'm getting. Yeah, it's really I mine's hooked up right there. It's right next to the router practically. Yeah, and it works. It works very well for me. Um, I admit that I, I agree. I have frustrations, and I think most of those come out of the fact that I do use my Apple TV a lot, and there are so many places where it could clearly be improved because they haven't changed the basic interface in several years now, uh, and they kept going. They changed it a bunch of times early on, and yeah. it got better every time. But it also is clearly susceptible to the same home screen problem as on iOS now, where it's like, yeah, an array of like colorful icons is easy in many cases. But it's also not terribly scalable. So now there's like 50 different channels, and right. it's like finding the one I want takes forever. Um, I also have a Fire TV, which because I was interested in how it worked out, and the the single best thing on the Fire TV for me is I really like the voice search. Um, I wish it worked more broadly because it's despite adding support supposedly for other providers, it still mainly works with stuff that's on Amazon. And if it's like I search for a TV show or something that I know is on Amazon, but is also on say hulu uh i would love it if it popped up hulu or netflix or what have you and it doesn't seem to work that way yet but it, it it's very good at recognizing um voice and i wish that i wish that that worked with siri in many ways like if i could just say siri like hey i want to watch this episode of this tv show could you like pump that into my apple tv like that seems like that would be a great interface um although we all know how well siri works so <laughs> perfectly you mean <laughs> yeah all the time well- <laughs> She's a delight. Uh, on my <laughs> Apple TV AirPlay streaming issues, the typically the only thing I want to stream is streaming content that there isn't a, an Apple TV app for. So, for example, I pay the NFL by setting my DNS to Afghanistan. I pay the NFL to stream Eagles games, <laughs> and I don't steal it, so I don't feel bad about it. But so, I uh, it streams beautifully to my Mac. But if I want to take streaming content and then stream it via AirPlay to the Apple TV, it just it, it's very clearly double streamed. Like it looks. Do you really pick Afghanistan? Um, go oh, is it just because of the top? Because it's at the top. Yeah, it's like I, I believe the DNS I'm using is Afghanistan <laughs> for it's it's where they have their setup for soldiers. Oh, oh yeah, okay. It was it, I, I don't know. It was like there's countries cool. where they offer NFL Game Pass right. and there's countries where they don't. I don't know. Yeah, it was probably high on the list right. uh, alphabetically. But the the double yes. streaming effect is so crappy and it's lame. And uh, I mean, I understand that there's a lot of data being transferred, but if it's not going to do a great job, then screw it. (laughs) Every once in a while, and every once in a while, like I want to watch something that's on Amazon um, and there's no Amazon app for the Apple TV. So you have to stream from an iPad, but there is one for the iPad, Yeah, which, uh, you know, that also drives me crazy. But, and then you have to, so you stream and then I'm just like, why am I (laughs) doing, why am I doing this? I got to just watch it. I'll just watch it on the iPad. Yeah, and I have four other devices that will stream Amazon because I've got like the Fire TV, I've got an Xbox, yeah. like my Mac Mini will do it. Like so, there's plenty of other options for it, and it is a it is the of the emissions on the Apple TV. It is the biggest one, but it's also the <laughs> one. Get, that's but least don't get me started. Ever, don't get me yeah. started on trying to get into something to watch something on the Xbox. Yeah, that's a whole oh, different kind of fish. I'm not not that's in any a, way advocating that being worse. a better solution. No, it's not. I mean, um, but so I, mean, I have not used a Roku. It sounds delightful. Oh, you guys uh, haven't used a Roku. Aren't they? 
No, aren't they? Are they owned by Samsung now? Uh, I don't. Didn't they buy? Which one did they buy? They bought I don't one think of them. That's true. They bought either Roku no, no, or I the other they're, one. They're still What's the other one? I've used my friend has one, and it's I've used it a couple times, but I think it's an Roku older one. Roku is a so privately sure. held company, but the Roku is okay. also it's also more affordable, frankly, and it has cooler features. So okay, so I didn't realize you guys have never even used them. You should at least you can get them for like fifty or sixty bucks. Get one. So you're gonna you're gonna send us one is what you're saying. I'll send you one. I have an extra one it's literally in a box. I bought three because it was like, oh, they're so cheap. Because what I really need is a third a third plastic hockey but, puck but hooked up on. to my Here's TV. Here's the other thing you should know about it because maybe you don't even know this feature exists. I'm all out of ports. Now, Dan, this would be less maybe interesting to you right now because you don't have other people who will complain about the things you're watching. Is this is this the headphone yeah, thing? Yeah, you can plug the headphones into the remote control and oh, only cool. you hear the audio on the thing that's playing on the TV. It's oh, amazing. Sweet. I will say that's pretty clever. That I, I totally think as a sweet. design move that's that's pretty clever. All right, I'm buying I'm buying 5 right now. I think the thing that that holds me back and maybe this shouldn't is that, you know, the lack of airplay is one. So there's no iTunes content on the Roku obviously, right? Right. So, and yeah, I do rent Right. A decent number of movies for, through iTunes. I mean, it could just as easily through Amazon, probably in most cases. It's just that the iTunes experience has always seemed really convenient and easy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I again, having an Apple TV and a Fire TV, I don't know if the Roku offers a, such a tremendous improvement that I would need to swap them out or or supplement it with that. Also, I there's only a, there, I I bought a new TV with four HDMI ports and I've already <laughs> filled them all. So yeah. It is a problem. I wish they just had a giant row of HDMI ports on every TV. I wish my TV was only HDMI ports. <laughs> I got one of those boxes, like, which I still have to connect. It's... Oh, but the, then you have to have like a separate know, remote, don't you? I know. Oh, no, that's, so, that's yeah. madness. No, my, my that's setup madness. is worse. I have a receiver that has four HD oh, no. HDMI inputs. And I see the where TV this is going. Has, like, oh, God. Three. So you oh, have to no. know. That's a nightmare, Lex. You have to know which device is on which thing. Now, so we're we're all agreed that next week Apple should introduce a TV. TV. Yeah, with yeah, Settled. 128 HDMI ports. Now, here's done. The thing. Would you? I know this is a ridiculous question, but would you want an Apple television? And I'll explain to you why I ask that question. Much more so than the watch. I mean, I think the watch is going to be you know potentially hugely expensive too for the fancy models. But you can't. There, there is no. Uh, whatever the cheap edition of the Apple Watch is going to be, cheap in quotes, there is no equivalent for a television unless they make like a 10-inch television. Um, and so I, I'm hesitant to buy a TV from, uh, that, that doesn't exist from Apple oh, yeah. that is you know potentially going to be outdated sooner by software. And I don't know how long. I mean, Apple's pretty good at supporting things for a long time. But what if you, like, if you install an update to your iPhone, or Dan's old iPad, and now it runs crappy. It's okay. You can spend a couple hundred bucks and get a new iPad if you have to, and it's not like you use the iPad for everything all the time. But the TV is getting a couple hours of use a day in my house because I'm a loser who watches television all the time. <laughs> and if my TV gets some crappy OS update and it starts sucking, I'm going to be miserable. I can't afford to buy a new TV every couple of years. Yeah, my last TV lasted from 2004 years, I guess. Um, and that's... I feel like I that's probably could have it. It died like it died an ignominious death. That's how you pronounce but it. But I would want one that lasted. Yes, that's how I pronounce yeah, it. That's the. Cor- <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Um, based on Apple's monitor prices, there's absolutely no way that I'm buying <laughs> a TV from Apple. I am not taking out a home loan just to get an Apple TV. Oh a second God. mortgage is yeah. what you need, and it's what you deserve. I just want to put that <laughs> Apple Watch Mickey Mouse face on my TV. <laughs> giant watch <laughs> clock apple clock Ooh. how about that yeah Ooh. apple like a grandfather clock 
Yeah, yeah, cuckoo yeah, clock. Yeah, <laughs> those or, are very or a, different or clocks. A mantle or yeah, well, a mantle, you have to have like two a, models, Lax. Like come on. <laughs> it's a clock and home automation device. You just blew my mind. 